This is the Mend It Pass podcast with Chadwick Hayward, episode 26. Welcome to MendItPass.com. Let's get back to bed. Hi, Path Menders. Thanks so much for tuning in to the 26th episode of the Mend It Pass podcast. This week, I am speaking with Sturt Solutioner and Path Mender Nick Woe. Nick is relatively new to mending his path, yet in just eight months, he has lost about 125 pounds. But more importantly, he lost high cholesterol, high blood pressure, and diabetes. But that's not all. Join us today as Nick shares his story of how he got from growing up in a family of meat sellers to now following a whole food, plant-based lifestyle. With a nudge from a friend, Nick started a journey to healthfulness, a journey back to better. Hi, Nick. Thanks so much for joining me today. Hi. Nice to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you on the show. I saw your story in McDougal and Friends, I think. McDougal, Friends of McDougal, something like that. A yeah. <laughs> so it seems you've been struggling with your weight and stuff your entire life. Do you want to tell us a little bit about your upbringing? Yeah. Um, so I've always been overweight. My family uh, has been overweight. My father passed away of a heart attack and had complications of diabetes when I was very young. I was 12. He was you know, around 45 years old. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So he didn't just, ha- you know, it was very young. And the family trade at my house, the well household was uh, a meat market, actually. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So my grandmother on my father's side owned a meat market and both my father and my father's brother or uncle uh, worked in the meat market as well uh, throughout their childhood and into their adult lives. And my uncle also died of a stroke at 45. Oh, man. Uh, I did not obviously have any correlation uh, until later uh, that, you know, maybe it has something to do with the fact that we had unlimited all-you-can-eat meat. Uh, My brother used to actually brag about the fact how he would come home from after uh, school and have a snack of like a 16-ounce ribeye. It's because, yeah, it's because we had free unlimited meat because that's what we got from uh, our grandma. Um, So uh, obviously father had horrible complications. I remember vividly, uh, you know, the last couple years where uh, they almost had to amputate his leg. They ended up having to amputate his uh, toe instead. So, you know, I've always had the why. I've always had a good example of what not to do and what eating this way could do. And I was just never able to figure it out. And it was very frustrating because I feel like other parts of my life, I'm able to figure out I'm effective in other things, but I could never figure this one thing out. And, uh, I would get on these crazy diets and lose a lot of weight and then just gang it back plus more, just like you hear from every other person. Uh, I'm sure, I, I mean, I'm the kind of person who tried, almost everything out there. And I say almost because I never heard of the starch solution. Um, and honestly, if I had heard of it when I was younger, I probably wouldn't have uh, been interested. So I did, I think the diet I did before, uh, coming to a, a McDougal type plan was the whole 30, which is basically just another reincarnation of low carb, uh, except for they, they do not allow milk. They also don't allow beans, which is very bizarre anyway. So it's more paleo. Yeah, it's paleo. Yeah. 
it's paleo and then they want to sell more books. So they just write a different name on the cover and sell more books. But, uh, it, you know, it worked, it was difficult for me to do. And of course I did not stay on it. So all diets work. I had success on all diets, but I was never able to stay on the diet and I was never able to make that mind shift to say, this is just how I eat. You know, I always grew up reading tons of diet books and they all say the same that it's a lifestyle, right? Yeah. And I never, that never clicked for me. Like I never started a diet and thought this is going to be how I eat for every single day of the rest of my life. So how long would they last? I've had ones that, you know, I would say I've been on them for a good six months, seven months, and I would lose a lot of weight. I would lose, uh, you know, probably 60 pounds. Okay. And so what would, uh, what would cause their demise, so to speak? You know, um, it's a pleasure trap. So if you're familiar with a book by Alan Goldhammer and Doug Lyle, yeah. uh, it's a psychology book and it basically, uh, teaches the idea or gives out the concept that we are seeking pleasure and we have pleasure centers in our brain and those pleasure centers can be manipulated with chemicals like salt, oil, and sugar. So I was, I didn't get myself completely out of that environment when I did something like paleo because I was still having the fat. I was still having the sugar, uh, just less, and I was still having as much salt as I wanted. So my pleasure centers were still getting lit up like crazy when I ate this food because it is concentrated, unnatural, highly refined and processed food. Yeah. So I was never able to to break out of that pleasure trap because I you were was just rationing yourself. Right. Exactly. I was just like a little piece of this here, a little piece of that. And every time you have that little piece of chocolate, just that one, you know, you're you're going to remember that chocolate a little longer now. And it's going to be harder to not go back to that chocolate. Yeah. So, I mean, I played that game. I've been on all the diets um, and the vegan thing I want to kind of talk about, too, and give some history with that, because. I pretend that I was vegan once in high school, and I don't even think it was vegan. I'm sure I made mistakes, but (laughs) I didn't really have a why. My manager uh, growing up was kind of like a role model to me, and I worked at Subway. And my manager at Subway, um, I watched him go from like a standard American diet to basically by the time he left, um, he was raw vegan. And I watched him do every step of the way. And... I thought that's interesting, but I could, you know, never do that long term. And then 10 years go by. I never think about it again. Okay. You like, how long did that last? Do you say? So I did six months. Okay. And it, I, like I said, I didn't really check ingredients. It was like a fake thing. Cause I didn't really have a good why yet. Okay. So I didn't stay on it long. Just did it for six months, probably cause I thought it was cool or something. Vegan uh, poser. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you do in high school, you know? So, um, Then I basically started a job four years ago and became good friends with a vegan who happens to work in my department. So I got really lucky in that respect because my department is very small. So a guy my age with similar interest who happens to be vegan. So, of course, I would bring up the topics to him and he would answer the questions. And I think, oh, that's great. I I could never do that. Hmm. Then uh, I was reacquainted with a really good friend from high school, 
and he was vegan and we got really close again and he was vegan for three years and his mother had a cholesterol scare and it just so happens that, you know, uh, he was talking to me about veganism. I was not interested at all because I, you know, I didn't correlate veganism with weight loss. So I didn't think it would be like a diet. Right. And right, right then I needed a diet. I needed to lose weight as quickly as possible to get me motivated. So he, his, his mom was prescribed medication for her cholesterol. And she was like, I don't want to take medication. So a friend gave her the starch solution. Um, in solidarity, my friend said, Mom, I will do this starch solution with you. We're going to take your blood now, and we're going to take it for in 30 days, and we're not going to cheat. And her cholesterol dropped by 40 points, and so did his. So did his. Oh, wow. He lost, 20, he lost 20 pounds, and he was already like 1675. So he was not – he's 6'2". He's not – he was not overweight before. So – And already and eating the, a vegan diet. Right. He was already yeah. vegan. And within, he says, four days, he knew that he will never go to oil again, ever. So he does not – so he was like way into it pretty quickly. And then, of course, he sends me the book and says, read this stuff. Uh, I'm having success and my mom is having success. So I was about to go on a cruise in a month. And I was like, I'm going to go on a cruise and I'm going to get the drink package and I'm going to eat all you can eat at the buffet. And that's what you do on cruises. Right. (laughs) So I'm like, there's no way I'm going on this diet right before a cruise. So I say, I'll tell you what, this is interesting. Dylan was, who's my friend who gave me the book, changed my life forever. Um, when he gave me that book, I just thumbed through it and read one of the first parts that McDougal covers in the starch solution, and that is the challenge that he says, look, carbs do not make you fat. I have to break that thought in your head, which I had in my head at that time pretty uh, – I, I would tell everybody about, about low carb because I read all the books cover to cover, and I knew it. And I was a, an expert in the subject matter, at least I thought so. <laughs> and so I would tell everyone about low carb. I was very aware of low carb. So McDougal, in the beginning of the starch solution, challenges you and says, look – Eat what you normally eat, but add 12 slices of bread, add six potatoes, add three cups of pasta, right? So I was like, okay, I'm going to do that and it's going to make me gain weight and, you know, but I'll do it. So I said, listen, Dylan, I'm not going to go on this diet because I'm going on a cruise, but I'll tell you what, I'll do it Monday through Friday and I'll take the weekends. I'll do whatever I want. And if it if I can get through Monday through Friday when I'm done with this cruise, I'm going to go on it full time. So what happens for a month before the cruise? Well, um, it works. It worked really well. I lost even with cheating. And I, when I mean cheating on the weekends, I meant I binged on the weekends. <laughs> still. So I ate pizza, I ate chicken wings. The whole moral vegan part of me was not even in, in existent at that time. So I really cheat on the weekends and I lost Uh, I went from in that one month, 360, I'm sorry, 374 pounds to about 358 pounds. Oh, wow. So I lost, I lost a ton of weight, even cheating on the weekend. So I was like, holy gosh, this is crazy. And I get to eat as much as I want. So I was feeling really good about the diet and, but I still cheat and I still went on the cruise and I still drank way too much and (laughs) ate way, way too much. 
And after the cruise, which was a week, I had two weeks of work travel. And when you're on work travel, you know, the company is paying for it. So you want to go out to restaurants, you know, you're not cooking anything because, you know, you're on the road. So I had two weeks of work travel. I ate like crap. I had a cruise where I drank and ate like crap. So I was ready. I was like, okay. Did you gain that weight back during that So I gained, uh, I gained only like six pounds back okay so so i did gain weight yeah but nothing significant really right yeah but i was ready i mean the book i was i I was sold on the book okay so mcdougall did his part in convincing me my friend did his part in giving me the book so now it's just up to me and so when was this this was i I went on the cruise in july last year 2016 okay so i was this would probably have been Probably August is I would say when I started. Okay. So full time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And it was I recorded a video of me at you know that high weight and just said, look, I am starting this thing. I don't know what I'm going to do with this video, but here's my history. And um, so I look back on that video and it, it's really motivating. But anyway, I immediately got results with the Starch Solution. It was. I mean, I was just dropping weight and I still am dropping weight really quickly. So uh, the line I used when I first started this was I'm the guy who lost over 100 pounds in under six months, which is absolutely insane. I would have never guessed. I would have never guessed that. And so, so sorry for people who aren't familiar with the starch solution or haven't read it. um, What were you doing during that first that first full-time period. Right. Okay. So the way that this diet is different is that it is vegan, meaning that there are no animal products, including fish, fowl, dairy, and of course, you know, animals. So also no oil. Um, That was a big one for me. Uh, No oil. And you want to keep everything as concentrated on or focused around starches. So if I have a dinner plate, I want about, you know, 50% of that to be a starch. And the reason you want to focus on starches is because it is able to give you tons of energy and it's able to give you that full feeling. Uh, So I focused on starches. I cut out 100% of the oil. I literally threw away all of the oil and donated every single thing in, in my house that was not compliant. And the funny thing is they always say that diets start on a Monday and I've done a hundred diets that started on a Monday. This diet, I just woke up that morning. I got back from the trip and I said, it's starting today. I had nothing planned. I didn't have any shopping done. I just said, I'm sick of this. I'm doing it. And that's awesome. Yeah. And so I just got rid of everything. I just cleaned up my environment and it, it started coming off instantly. I started out a five X and I had a whole line of clothes in all of the different sizes from losing weight over the last, you know, I'm 32 now. So I've had weight problems my whole life as we went into, I had clothes that are XL, double XL, triple XL, four XL and five XL all in my garage and bags. Right. So I had all these clothes, so it was kind of cool because I was just – it was so quick that I was like going through clothes like crazy. I was donating to uh, – I was donating all my clothes to the Goodwill, which is like a, a non-for-profit thing here. 
And um, at, when I did my taxes, they have you fill out like how many shirts and how many, sh- you know, pants did you donate? And it was it must have been, you know, 40, 50, 60 different pairs of cl- clothes because oh, that's so cool. I had whole wardrobes for each size. <laughs> so. So, yeah. So it's a part-time job sorting, sorting through the used clothes. Yeah, um, and I have pictures. I have pictures of my garage. It is hilarious. It's just a sea of clothes. It's, it's so cool funny. that they give you a tax donation there. I don't right. think that's that's not the case here in Canada. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. No. That's yeah. Awesome. It is cool. <laughs> yeah, it was fun going through those sizes. How quickly were you jumping down? Was it like every two weeks, or did it? I guess it varied a little bit. Yeah, I mean. Um, it was pretty even throughout. Like I just got into an XL now. So I'm now, uh, I just donated all my double XL clothes. So, uh, yeah, it's been eight months and I went from five XL to XL in eight months. Oh, that's awesome, man. Congratulations. That's awesome. Thank you. It's all due to, you know, a friend sending me a book and, you know, someone like Dr. McDougall, uh, to write a book that, you know, kind of, questions the status quo so i was i thought that was really important and i've bought pretty much every single dr mcdougall book since and uh i am just in love with this community and um you know the lifestyle that's incredible yeah it's not just a diet for you anymore right i mean i would say the number one change was not the weight the number one change is i basically cured my own depression i was uh I was clinically depressed because I was prescribed antidepressants, but I was not willing to take them and I was not willing to admit to myself that I was unhappy. Day to day at 407 pounds, I thought, you know, I'm happy. I love life. But in hindsight, the amount of self-loathing that was going on, the lack of any confidence, um, Doug Lyle talks about the internal audience and how you have this fake group of people in your head that is constantly judging everything you do. And if your internal audience is not agreeing with the actions that you're taking day to day, you're not happy with yourself. You're not happy with your results. So I was very depressed. I was in a bad mood almost constantly. I was in pain almost constantly and it wore off on people around me, unfortunately. So the biggest difference wasn't that I lost weight I think curing my depression was a result of me losing weight, but I don't know if it's the diet or the weight loss or the confidence or what, but I never have experienced like health or a happiness in this way before ever. It's unbelievable. I think it's a combination of, of all of those things, right? you change your diet, you change your brain chemistry. Yeah. Did you have any other uh, medical issues prior to uh, adopting the starch solution diet? So I did. I had several and I would refuse to see a doctor. I, like I said, I was prescribed uh, antidepressants, refused to take them. I was prescribed high cholesterol medication. I refused to take it. And this is for years. This is years of me having diabetes. I had diabetes. I had high blood pressure. Uh, I had sleep apnea. I had severe lower back pain. Uh, I had continuous, constant uh, acid indigestion. So, yeah, I I was not coming into this. And I'm 31. I was 31 when I started. 
and my I was already in a worse spot than my father was when I was his age. And like I said, he passed at around 45 years old. So I was, you know, I was very close to dying I, in my mind, I think, because I was so so re- resistant to going to a doctor that my diseases were just getting worse and worse and they would have eventually just caused so much damage that I would have probably just had a heart attack. And that thought in itself must have been stressful. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I didn't even fund my 401k. I, when I got my new job, I uh, have resources to fund a 401k, but I didn't do it because I couldn't convince myself that it was a smart financial decision because in my head, there was 0% chance that I would live to ever see a 401k. And then after a month of being on this diet, I funded my 401k. Oh, that's awesome, man. That's incredible. Yeah. It's, it's just, yeah, this has changed literally every aspect of my life. It is, I could not say it any way differently. And, um, I, I feel so passionate about it and it's had such an impact on my life that other people have seen that and started to emulate me and ask questions about the lifestyle. And I have uh, one coworker who has already lost 50 pounds on this lifestyle and was very skeptical. Um, literally I, I have a coworker that we would debate back and forth for 20, 30 minutes about low carb, about high carb, getting into the details of, uh, you know, cholesterol and stuff like that. And then, you know, fast forward to six months later, they're now saying, how do I do this? When do I start? You know, let's do this together. So it's, it's very powerful for me to be able to have been an example of success and to continue to motivate people. That was also a very surprising thing that I did not expect going into this. Yeah, it's a great feeling to pay it forward. It is. So how long has this coworker uh, been on the starch solution as well? Two months. And they've lost 50 pounds already? Yeah, so they, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, they have a lot to lose. <laughs> uh, and let me tell you what, they love it. We just went out to sushi and got vegan oil-free sushi. And he was having the time of his life and he was talking to the servers and like he obviously goes there all the time. And, you know, he's his wife's getting into it and his wife's losing weight and the kids are, uh, you know, getting into it. And just to hear that story and to see that I was able to contribute to somebody in any way, shape or form, losing 50 pounds and not to mention all the animals that he saved by not eating that for two months that alone has been worth it for me. Oh uh, yeah, that's that's incredible. And he's probably had medical issues resolved for him as well. Right. So, uh, you know, obviously I don't want to get too personal with no, uh, people who are not me, but yeah. Yeah, this is this is this works for 100% of people 100% of the time. Period. I mean, if you're if you're talking about chronic diseases like diabetes, high cholesterol, weight loss, blood pressure, I have personally seen it of just people of friends of mine cure their own disease. My mom had uh, lowered her cholesterol by 60 points in two months. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So just in person with seeing my own live data, I can vouch for this. This It's not based on blood type. It's not if you know, you're 60, you're too old, or if you're 20, you're too young. It's, it's for everybody. 
Yeah, it seems like there's been quite a big impact within your circle there. Yeah, like I said, it's changed every aspect of my life, including, you know, some of my friends' lives. That's that's incredible. And so recently you decided to take it to the next level and you did a 30-day challenge. You want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so I am a big fan of Alan Goldhammer and uh, Steve Lyle. And Dr. Goldhammer is very strict. He basically... Uh, advocates that any additional sodium or salt is unnecessary and actually harmful and toxic. Same with sugar. So I bought his cookbook. I got a couple other SOS free cookbooks and I tried this SOS free thing. So what is SOS free? I wanted to do 30 days with no oil, sugar, or salt. Added. Added. And that means any packaged food that has any ingredient that may contain that. So with I'll cut out, I obviously am still vegan. I will never not be vegan. So obviously I was oil-free before, so I continued oil-free for this month. The main difference was I cut out salt. I cut out all sugar. I cut out white bread or any type of bread, any type of pasta, any type of tortilla. I cut out overt fats like nuts, seeds, and avocados. Okay. And I uh, did it for a YouTube channel that I'm doing to try to document and motivate people to see that, hey, this can happen. This is real. Like, because seeing that I can influence people in person, like at my job, really made me motivated to say, I got to show this to everybody. So I I created this YouTube channel and I said, I'm going to do 30 days, no salt, oil or sugar added, and we'll see what it does to my weight loss. Because I've already lost a lot of weight. You know, you could say it's going to slow down. Well, it turns out I did it for 30 days. People ask always, like, that must have been so difficult. And, you know, being oil-free vegan and coming into it, it was not that difficult. The salt was by far the hardest to cut out. Um, but It's everywhere. It is. It's everywhere. So did I have to cook every single meal? Yes, I literally have to cook every single meal. Could I go out with my coworkers and go to office meetings? No. Or office, I'm sorry, meeting, lunch meetings? No, I can't because I'm on SOS free. I had to turn down so many meetings. It was hilarious, but <laughs> it was worth it. I lost uh, in one month. My blood pressure went down significantly, which was crazy because I already have really good blood pressure. Um but it went, oh, I wish I had the number here, but it went down a lot. Um, my sleep improved. I lost 25 pounds in 30 days and I have never had more energy in my life. That's incredible. Yeah. So it, it's an experiment for 30 days. I'm done with it. It, it. I have had some salt and a little bit of sugar since, um, but I'm still losing weight. So Oh, that's awesome. And so, yeah, getting getting a presence online is a great way to expand your audience. Yeah, yeah. And I kind of another thing I want to show people and I kind of want to talk about here is exercise and the the lack of any regular exercise. Um, so do I exercise? Yes. Going into this, I would say even at 400 pounds, I was still playing racquetball. And I could barely move or catch my breath, but I would do, still do it, right? So that, okay. was about, that was about two hours a week I would um, have exercise. And then I would also walk my dog around a very small block. So I was basically not doing any exercise coming into this. 
for the first month, um, when I did it fully, I on purpose did zero exercise and I lost like 34 pounds in that first month. Wow. Uh, yeah, because I had a lot to lose. I'm sure a lot of it was water, but, um, yeah. So I then started to incorporate some more exercise and I then did like a three month, uh, weight routine, um, to build up some muscle or to at least stop the loss of muscle during my weight loss process. And during that three month thing, I would say I did three 40 minute workouts, but other than per that, the, the, per week, yeah. yes, <laughs> just to build muscle. sorry. <laughs> um, but other than that, I would play tennis. I would play racquetball. I play ping pong. And I do mention ping pong as a sport and because I am drenched after and my coworkers laugh at me because I am sweating so much. But I, <laughs> I go physical. I go physical, people. So <laughs> ping pong, ping pong, I take it seriously. That's um, awesome. So, yeah, I would do stuff like that. But the moral of the story is I am not like on this crazy workout routine. I don't work out regularly and I was still able, I'm still able to lose, you know, 120 pounds in around seven months so far. So I would say you're still fairly active. Co yeah. Compared to the way I was. Yes. And also I've, I've started to do yoga, so I'm getting into that and that's, that's really cool. But so did, were you increasing the ex exercise, um, because you wanted to increase your weight loss or was it more organic where it was like, you just felt like you wanted to move more? I felt it was organic. I had to, I still have to sometimes I'll like dance in my house by myself because I have so much energy. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so silly, but I, I have never had energy like this. It's insane. So as a result of that, I do find that I exercise more, That's but awesome. I'm not on a strict routine or anything like that. Yeah. It's, it's not like you're forcing yourself to go to the gym, right? It's not like, Oh, I have to go to the gym. If I don't want to go to the gym, I don't go to the gym. But here's the thing. I feel like I want to go to the gym more. I don't like, that's the whole difference. You're not in pain anymore. I'm not in like debilitating pain trying to just even walk up the stairs to get to the treadmill. Right. So, yeah. um, yeah, it's it's crazy how much more energy you have. And when when that comes to be, it turns from uh, I have to go to the gym to oh, I want to go to the gym. I got to get a get a workout in. Yeah, that's awesome. I've I've seen the same benefits. I you just want to move more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what's the what's the name of your YouTube channel? Um, so my name is Nick Woe, N-I-C-K, and the last name is spelled W-O. It's pronounced Woe, and before you ask, um, it is a Chinese name, but I am not Chinese. Um, it's just one of those things, and I can get into it, but we don't have time. Okay. So uh, <laughs> the name of the channel is Woe and Behold. So like Lo and Behold, it's Woe and Behold. Gotcha. <laughs> and, and I'll link that in the blog post here as well. Oh, cool. Yeah. So lo and behold, my, I didn't come up with it. My friend Elise came up with it and she was like, look up the definition to lo and behold. And I never really thought about it. Of course you hear it. And it's like, it's uh, basically come here and look. And that's yeah. what I want people to do. I want them to come and see that this is an option. This is a lifestyle and people are doing it and people are loving it. That's awesome. And so you originally started that for that 30 day challenge, right? Right. And so it's, it's obviously continuing on. 
Uh, yeah, so I opened up a uh, Facebook group called Woe and Behold and uh, got, you know, uh, we have like 120 members now and I just opened it like four days ago. Oh, that's so, awesome. Yeah, so people are coming to the group and we're posting recipes, we're sharing ideas, we're talking about strategy, we're supporting each other, uh, just giving each other advice or support when they're struggling. Uh, so, for example, they'll post something like, you know, had a bad day. Uh, accidentally had oil in this and now I feel like got junk, you know, and then these people, this community uh, is the most amazing community of people. I've, and, and by what I mean by this, I mean the vegan, you know, health community is just the most, the sweetest, most compassionate people I've found. And they have been supporting me through, uh, comments in the channel. They have been supporting me through the woe and behold Facebook group. And it's just amazing. I've just got into this social media stuff. So this idea of having this community is kind of new to me and I am blown away by the, this crying out, just crying out. Uh, I'm sorry, the outreach of support. It's just, the, it, I have not had a single negative comment or dislike on my video or anything ever. On oh. uh, it, yeah, it's it's like people would always tell me, Nick, you're gonna do a YouTube channel. Get ready because you're gonna like get depressed because people are gonna call you names and you're gonna expose yourself too much. And uh, I can tell you that it, the acts the opposite is true. It, oh, these people, awesome. yeah, they they reach out. They they want to help you. They take time out of their day to answer you on a Facebook post, and they'll put thought into it and energy. And it's it's just a beautiful thing to see. It's really opened my eyes up to you know some of the people that uh, you know we, I get to spend time with. It's it's pretty cra- It's pretty crazy. It's great. Yeah, that's awesome. I found the community to be quite welcoming as well. Yeah. So it's funny because uh, I've always been a very private person. Uh, Facebook for me was always closed down. And I would even do the thing on Facebook where you could share something with only a certain (laughs) group of your friends, you know, so I was very private. And so I start this group and all of a sudden people are watching me on YouTube, seeing my success and they're asking you to be my friend. And I'm like, Ooh, this is weird (laughs) because I don't know this person. I like, I was not the kind of person that could just have a conversation with you. I was too in my head about my weight and I just didn't have confidence. So I would always be very hesitant to, you know, I would never do something like this, for example, where I don't know you yet. We're able to have a conversation. So I wouldn't add people. But the short of it is I started adding people as a personal friend and they actually have started to enhance my personal life that has nothing to do with um, veganism or health. And so they would comment on just like fun things about, you know, what I'm doing today or I'm going to see this movie. And like I'm you're actually I actually start to build relationships with these people and start to like notice who's commenting and what they're saying. And it's unreal that in this community, I've able to find people that are now personal friends to me that they just happen to click on my YouTube video. And now we're spending hours talking each night on, you know, on chat or on Facebook. And, um, yeah, the, the quality of people that are attracted to this lifestyle, is just, it's unbelievable. That's awesome. That's, that's really incredible. 
So I typically ask my guests um, if they had some advice for a pathmender who is either on the fence or just beginning their transition. If you could boil it down to one piece of advice, what would that be? Oh, that is difficult. Let me think about that. I would say my one piece of advice is, and this is going to be particular to my journey and which happens to be weight loss. Uh, well, obviously it's not just weight loss, it was depression and a whole host of other things, but I would say that you just got to get started. If you don't believe me, if you don't believe the person who, you know, if you're seeing, hearing this, uh, from a link, from an article that a friend sent you or, you know, you're just re- happened to click on this. I would just say, you don't have to believe me, but just do it for 30 days, measure your results and you will never, you will not go back. Um, that's the only piece of advice I could say. I, I got my blood taken. I did it official. You could do it for like $30. If you don't have a doctor, I didn't go to the doctor initially cause I was too afraid. I would just say, do it for 30 days. You don't have to commit to the rest of your life. When I started, I I would have never have guessed in a million years that I would say I'm not eating a piece of meat again. Ooh, yeah. I would never. But just give yourself 30 days. You can do 30 days. And then in 30 days, reevaluate. And maybe you only have to do it for another 30 days. And then, then reevaluate again. But set a goal. Set a target. Follow it 100%. I, when I first started my first month, I took my blood and I said, if I have oil, that's going to affect my blood. So that would make the data invalid. That's how I took this. I said, I'm going to do this perfectly for one month and then I'll reevaluate. When I reevaluated, it was obvious that this was going to be my lifestyle for the rest of my life. That's awesome. You're a very data-driven person then. That's, that's an incredible yeah, approach. Just a little bit. <laughs> So did you find any other um, resources that were helpful outside of McDougal and the pleasure trap stuff? Yeah, Alan. Uh, so True North is great. It's a health clinic in Santa Clara, California. I'm going there later this year. Oh, I have cool. not gone there yet, but I have uh, spoke with uh, Alan Goldhammer and I'm going to actually be interviewing them for my YouTube channel. So I'm going to be interviewing Alan Goldhammer and Michael Clapper and um, Doug Lyle. Oh, that's awesome. Hopefully some other people as well. So um, I I love True North. I would say a big influence for me was YouTube. And that's why I did YouTube. Uh, In particular, High Carb Hannah is a female who's around my age who just seemed like normal. So when I started this, this is obviously very bizarre diet and people would call it extreme. So it was... I had no community, right? So I even, I had that vegan friend at work, but that vegan friend at work was like, no oil. Are you kidding me? No. <laughs> so <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't have support there. I, my support system was Dylan and Elise, which are my two best friends. And I would go over there and we'd eat together and we cook together, but I didn't really have, you know, that's it. You know, you only can hang out with people, you know, so often. So basically I was getting influenced for healthy vegan stuff with these two friends, but all of my other friends were influencing me to eat meat and telling me that I was going to fail. Um, so I needed that extra support and I turned to YouTube. I, uh, saw high Carpana. I thought this is, she seems normal. This is a normal person who's my age. She's losing weight. 
I think I'm going to keep watching her. So the way I like to, th- I, the, I knew that if I just tricked myself into believing this stuff, <laughs> even if I didn't believe it initially, if I just watched enough, if I just spent time with people who do this, I will become part of their community. And then I will find myself really in that community and eating that way. Right. And that's yeah. exactly what I did. So I, I started the 30 days, but during that 30 days, I watched hours and hours and hours of YouTube. I watched the YouTube talks by John McDougal, every one, every Alan Goldhammer, every uh, Doug Lyle, um, Chef AJ. Uh, I, I, there are a lot. Um, so I surrounded myself with this positive information about a healthy lifestyle, and I kind of just brainwashed myself. <laughs> strategically <laughs> to say, Hey, listen, this is, I thought, okay, is this going to make my quality of my life better or worse? I looked around at my friends that were doing it. I looked at the internet and I thought this is going to be better. So I better get into this. So I bought every book. I watched all the YouTube videos. I immersed myself just like I was trying to learn a new language. I would go to that country. I immersed myself in the language of whole foods, plant-based. That's awesome. Yeah, brainwash probably has a negative connotation. Let's go with indoctrinate it yourself. Cut that out. Cut that out. No. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today. Hey, not a problem, Chad. It was fantastic. I love your story. Um, and I look forward to continuing to follow your journey as it uh, as it continues here. Oh, absolutely. I'm never going back. And I really appreciate your time. It was fun talking with you. It was fun talking with you as well. Thank you. Thanks. Well, that's it for this week. Thanks so much for listening to the Mend It Pass podcast with Chadwick Hayward at www.menditpass.com. In our ongoing efforts to build an online community, the Mend It Pass podcast now has a Facebook group. It's called Friends Who Like the Mend It Pass podcast. Please check us out. I'd love to see you there. Thanks for listening. See you all next time. Visit menditpass.com and get back to bed. Down. 